podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Make sure that everything's laid out on the table flat. There's no magazines folded. No. Nothing's rolled up. Yeah. Started by the way. They're on the yeah. rankings, right? So you don't have to fucking touch it. Yeah, no. But what I'm saying, can we just make sure it's flat so that a cow doesn't, you know, have a tantrum and, you know, freak just out? Squish something else. Like, how long did you think about that afterwards last week when when your magazine got rolled up? Three, four days. Do you know, what? I need to go and check on it. You know, because I went and put it under under a load of magazines to repair it. I haven't actually looked at it yet. It could be terminal. You didn't know what I was doing with my hands before we started the podcast no, exactly. either in the car. So no, exactly. I was wondering why it was sticky. <laughs> We're back. Uh, I am your host, Alex, from Bristol. Uh, we're joined by Cal. From parts unknown. See, you just sound like you swallowed like the biggest... Well, fuck knows actually what you swallowed, but swallowed something, yeah. So that's that's T's way of saying hello. Yeah, taste the leather. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was good, wasn't it? That was good. What? Are we allowed to do this anymore? What? Oh, no, no, Alex no. is allowed. Yeah, Alex is. Me allowed. and you just need to have it in the garden for five minutes, we and then we're, we're allowed we're, to talk about it as well. Yeah, we've got to sit outside Curtis Woodhouse as if you've not. Oh yeah. If you've not tasted the leather, yeah. If you've not experienced skin on skin. Yeah, then you can't talk about. Oh, you know what? Arts. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 talk about that later. Yeah, let's talk fine, about yeah. that later because you got I, me a friend, then, so you like kind of ties into it. Yeah, I'm yeah. the only one that can talk about it on that <laughs> scene, so that's good. Um, uh, so welcome back. It's been a it's been a busy busy little period. We've got quite a lot to talk about today. So um, let's dive straight in with obviously the, the 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 biggest talking point of what it is to a fight that I think lived up to everything that we expected it to be in in um, in Canelo and, and Golovkin. It was. Yeah. It was kind of surreal watching the ring walks and knowing that we were about to have it, you know. So, uh, yeah. Cal, why don't you kick us off? Tell us about how how you thought the fight went in terms of in terms of living up to the hype and yeah. what it meant to boxing to happen and and and, I think and where we are with it now. There was a lot of a lot of talk in uh, in the week leading up to it and the weeks leading up to it about it's this, every time there's a middleweight middleweight fight of, or any sort of fight between two action style fighters there's always the comparison to Hagler Hearns it's a little bit lazy to be honest um I never expected it to live up to that but it was a fucking good fight mm. it was really really good um and it, I thought it was it wasn't rock'em sock'em robots um but it was fascinating I thought I thought it was absolutely fascinating from uh Golovkin's really slow start to uh the middle where Golovkin became the the pressure fighter which we knew him to be uh, and then the end where they did exchange a little bit, um, and then the scorecards. But I thought it was absolutely fascinating fight. I thought it was really entertained by it. What about you, T? Yeah, I thought it was um, <clears throat> it was quite an intense fight. You couldn't really take your eyes off it. It's not like I think after a while we knew there wasn't going to be any real knockdowns or any um, flash knockouts or anything of that of that ilk. But you couldn't take your eyes off it for three minutes of every single round. The fight lived up to expectations in terms of um, it being exciting. I mean, a lot of people would just want the knockouts, but I think it was a good fight. It got two stars that blended very well. And, um, yeah, I, I liked it. See, I, I disagree with you a little bit. I felt I felt the longer the fight went on, I, I thought there was 
even maybe some more likelihood of, of someone actually getting getting caught. And I felt I felt that was coming more from Golovkin's way mm. in terms of as the longer the fight went on and, and I felt Canelo gas, particularly during those kind of latter middle rounds. And I thought, you know, is this is this gonna be a symptom now of these championship rounds where Golovkin can can, can go and to go and finish on it, but you're absolutely right. It, it was fascinating from start to finish. You couldn't take your eyes off it. I'm trying to, you know, because social media is great, oh. and, and uh, sorry, social media has its downsides and stuff, you know. And and I always think about these big fights. It was the same with Mayweather, Pacquiao, with You know, part of me was like, I want to put my phone away. I don't, don't want to even look at it. I just want to sit and I want to watch. I want to enjoy it. Wait so long for this, you know. Um, but but social media was great because it was so fascinating and it was literally there was people with different opinions after after almost every round and it and it was great but i, I tried I was like scoring it halfway through and I was like oh, stuff this I, I can't even be bothered to do this now because this is too enjoyable i think the main words that you said were right to think intense uh you're kind of on the edge of your seat because you think this is going to kick off at any, any minute um but it was great canelo i thought started slow uh, or say started slow started purposefully but you know looked like he was um had a game plan to to try and suss each other out. I think Golovkin was the same because you could see it was a bit of a chess match to start with. Um, but I always felt that Canelo had that. If it was going to go one way, if it came to a knockdown or a or, or something significant happening, that it was going to come from Canelo to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think is fascinating, well, obviously, we'll get to the cards in a moment. But um, I got to the end and scored it a draw um, at one fourteen, one fourteen. Um, but if I had to go one way or other, I I had Canelo by maybe one or max max two. But the general feeling that I've seen out there is that it was a relatively straightforward win for Golovkin. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I mean, what what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's uh, it's um, it's one of those, isn't it? It's like you say because uh, obviously I did it for below the belt and I I scored it for below the belt and at the time I had it um, on the night I had it one sixteen one twelve to Canelo. I watched it again. Um, <laughs> I'd probably change around, um, but I would still have Canelo one fifteen one thirteen. I think I changed round eleven to Golovkin, um, but I I thought that um, after four rounds I was like, fucking hell, Canelo's going to outbox him completely, and this is going to mm. he was going to wash out the same. Yeah. Wash after four rounds, you could easily give him Canelo all four of those first rounds, easily. Mm-hmm. I gave I gave it three one. And then towards the end, I thought Canelo won the 12th. I thought he definitely won the 10th. Um, I had had given him the 11th initially, but I changed it after I, I watched it I think all three judges gave him the last three rounds. Yeah. So I don't see this. <clears throat> and I got absolute dog's abuse on Twitter, mm-hmm. which was wonderful. I got um, dog's abuse in Nibby Arse. And someone talked talk to Cal, mate. He's having a <laughs> <laughs> I got absolute dog And it was great. And it was great. And, uh, you know, but I don't see where the sieve comes from, to be honest. I really don't. If you watch the, you have to. I think the the box rec numbers uh, they're kind of misleading because mm. a there's the accuracy of it um, and b the the first four rounds were really low output, so yeah. and then the middle rounds were really high output. So you're gonna see Golovkin's punch stats be a lot higher than Canelo's, but the first four rounds Golovkin didn't do fuck all, mm. so he's not gonna have a high bunch put out. Neither fighter is, so I just. I think the stats are a little bit misleading. You have to score every round one round at a time. And for me, you can give, easily give Canelo at least six rounds. At least. I don't see where the outrage comes from. I really don't. What, in terms of... In terms of Golovkin, Golovkin not winning? Yeah, in terms okay. of Golovkin not winning. Um, they're a strange bunch of Golovkin fans. <laughs> they really are. But do you think, do you think, do you think and as ever, with, particularly with fights like this, where both, fan, both, both fighters have a huge 
have a following that is unique almost to them. Yeah, yeah. But there's always going to be the, that type of argument yeah. about you know, almost whatever result. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Let, let's well, let's talk about the cards then. So. Yeah. Uh, so they scored 115, 113, uh, 114, 114 a draw as I had it, but then Adelaide Bird uh, flew in with yeah. a 118, 110 sized yeah. shit dropped yeah. from 60 Sem- foot into Sem- the middle two. of the ring. Um, That's mad, isn't it? I mean, okay, I got a bit of abuse from, not abuse, but kind of like pats on the head from certain people for saying this, right? But it almost ruined it completely for me. Okay. Because. At this stage, after we've just had Mayweather McGregor, which after, in the long run I actually ended up enjoying, right? Okay, which we, we said last time, and I'm, I'm quite I'm quite open to admit that. But this was this is this was boxing's love letter to the masses. Yeah. Okay, this fight or should have been. Yeah. All right, the fact that you know it didn't have even half the probably exposure as Mayweather and McGregor, but in terms of where it was going out with the masses or the bo- masses of boxing fans, this was its love letter yeah. to say, look, the best can fight the best. Yeah. On the biggest stage. In the best fight city in the world, you know this is this is what this is boxing is about. Yeah, and then to have that card, yeah, which is just utter corruption. Yeah, it is. Yeah, just takes it. Just take but, took it away from. Uh, just let me finish one sec. Um, and I get I get that boxing has this history and it's intertwined with the sport about what it is, but on the biggest stage of the biggest fight that we can ask for right now. For that to happen so blatantly, yeah. boxing, we have it has to be ask itself a serious question, which it will do. But people have to moan and, and kick off, and and promoters and 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 people that can have any influence over broadcasters and where money goes and that type of stuff have to moan or kick off. Whether it'll make a difference, I don't know, but they have to because to just accept it does a complete disservice to boxing, especially when you end up comparing it to other sports as yeah. we've had to do recently and, and and see that. And it really... I'm I'm a bit more over it now, but the first 24 hours, I was really, really bummed out. Yeah. I I think to scream corruption is a bit OTT. She's just incompetent. Okay. That's, that's, that's what I think it boils down to. Um, Someone actually said, um, I think it was on Sunday, that... Canelo's had three draws, three drawn cards now um, against Mayweather, Trout, and Lara. Maybe yeah, that's a, about Trout. Maybe yeah. that's the card we should be looking at more than, more than just pure incompetence. I don't think, I don't know. I think as time has gone by, maybe it's not. Maybe there's a little less corruption, but the stars do align. Mexican Independence Day, Canelo City, so it's easy to, to say corruption. Um, is it? A, it's. I mean, it doesn't make Boston look great, but um, I don't think it destroys the sport in any way. And the Mayweather-McGregor fight helped this fight probably get a bit bigger in because there's people who are new to boxing will have seen that for, okay, this fight, is everyone's talking about this fight, I'm watching the fight now, mm-hmm. I'm interested in it. Um, All right, no, so was, say, was, let's, was, let's say corruption's too strong a word then. I, I still I still don't buy... I, I, I take what you're saying in incompetence. I don't buy that wholeheartedly. Uh, I, I can see why that would be... But um, she's got form, though. Yeah. I just think... Uh, it's just... I don't know, I just... I really, really struggle with. It. I mean, we've seen it before in other, in other cars. And look, fans are quick to shout if it's particularly if it's gone away that they didn't expect or want. Fans are quick to shout that thing. I remember being ringside for Crawler Linares and one one eighteen one eleven come out or whatever it was came came out and I was absolutely screaming and yeah. then scored it exactly the same when I got home and watched yeah. it again. So, 
Um, so I get that. I just, like I said, look, how you, you've been in and around and, and you know, probably, and far more in-depth knowledge of the game than I've got. I mean, did it, did it, did it register with you at all, other than the fact that it was just a shit card? Did it register any deeper than that um, for you? When, when, when it was read out, 118, 110, it was like, it wasn't shocking. It's not shocking anymore. Um, I think everybody knew there was going to be some fuckeries on the cards. There was always going to be, because, like, it's Vegas. Um, there was, and like T mentioned, there's the Mayweather 114 all. There's the Cotto 119, 109. There's the Trout. I think it was 118, 110. Yeah. There was, and there's there's the Lara card, 117, 111. Oh. That's four times now that Canelo's got really generous cards in Vegas. Although Trout was in Texas, I believe. Mm. Um, but that's four times now that he's got extremely generous cards. So there's something fishy going on. I, I don't think it's beyond, I don't think it's really unreasonable to say that there is. Um, I think I think uh, that, that even though most people said Golovkin won the fight, there was still a lot of people that said Canelo, and a lot of people that like yourself that said a draw. Yeah, the irony of it is that that card helped go towards towards what I actually thought was probably the fairest result, which was yeah. a draw. So yeah, there was there was a little bit of irony in that. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of the Paul Smiths here when Paul <clears throat> Smith fought Arthur Abraham, and there was the one nineteen one oh nine card and. And Paul Smith's camp and Sky jumped up and down and went mental about it. But the reality was, he got he got beat and he got beat handily. And this, yes, that card's terrible, but that was a really close fight. Mm. That was a really close fight. And it's a lot of it is what you like. Some people like the pressure and Golovkin throwing more shots, but a lot of them are landing on arms and landing on gloves. Whereas an Adelaide Bird or people like her. Like people that just pot shot and land clean shots, mm-hmm. you know. That's why Mayweather's won so many decisions in Vegas. He doesn't throw more punches, and his opponent lands more. Um, scoring category is important here. It's about effective aggression. If aggression is not effective unless you're landing, mm. I don't think Golovkin was landing on on scoring. I wasn't. Don't think he was landing as many scoring shots as. Mm, I don't know. I, just, like I said I, I know it because you said that in in the group yeah. at the time. <clears throat> yeah. And, and I was I watched it back yesterday, and I'm I'm not sure I massively yeah. agree on whole. Yeah. But again, like you say, it's it's nuances. There'll be stuff that I've missed, and there'll be but stuff that was, you've missed. He was but... riding a lot of the shots. Yeah. And now people often say scoring shots, effective aggression, defense is also can be can be scored yeah. as well. And um, the issue I had of Canelo was that he was kind of being a bit macho, saying, "Oh, you're not hurting me," and just standing there. Well, in the time you're standing there and talking to him, you're not you're not really scoring yourself are you I can't remember what I round it my, was I don't get why boxers do that yeah I can't remember what round it was but there was about 30 seconds where they literally just kept shaking their head at each other yeah. <laughs> I got really annoyed at Golovkin in like the first four rounds because uh, Canelo hit him with a, a really decent right hand yeah. and Golovkin shaking his head and I'm like stop being a fucking tough guy and start boxing because you've lost these first four rounds what uh, the right hand the monster right hand that Canelo oh, that was like on. late wasn't it I, well. I, I, I gave Golovkin the round just for taking it <laughs> <laughs> I had it. I had it. I had it. Well, up for and he took that shot, and he like didn't even blink. Yeah. And I was like, right, round, done. Yeah. My little no, I... cancelled it. Swapped him round, round. He's taken that just for having a shot. But both of them showed a good chin to me. But Golovkin's chin is unreal. Ridiculous. My my younger brother said to me, "There's just something weird about Golovkin." Mm. I wouldn't leave him alone with my kids. No, uh, it was just he said, "There's just something weird about him." I think he'd eat them. Yeah, there's just that guy's, you know. And I think what's important here to point out about Golovkin. 
even though I'm not convinced he won the fight as convincingly people say he is, this was his toughest fight by far. He was fighting an elite fighter. In my mind, a top five pound for pound fighter in Canelo. And he could have won. He, and he did the job. And really. he, did, he yeah. did the job. So I think he's, I think before where people were saying he's not fought anyone, He's fought somebody now, and he's at least even with them, if yeah. not if not won the fight. Okay, so just to finish up on on the cards, then yeah. Um, in, in terms of it, is that card you're feeling, Cal? Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that you know very very tight rounds, and if you've happened to see things in a particular way that you like, then yeah. having it by those eight rounds is plausible, if if very mm. unlikely. No, the the right. eight rounds. No, the one. No, I can't see that. I can't see ten rounds. What would two. be your biggest gap that you would say that would be plausible? One sixteen, one twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's talk about the fighters in, individually then, in, in terms of what it's meant for them and, and what's and what's kind of a story. So, obviously, the first protocol, which was what was saying, was was you know with Max Kellerman in the ring, was who I thought was awful. By the way, he is awful. He didn't mention. It didn't even talk about the card yeah. at all. Yeah. Right. You might agree with it. Fine. Yeah. But it's something that you could hear the reaction to the crowd. You know, Canelo was being booed for God's sake. You I know, like there was. That. It was no, and no, I don't. It's not his fault. He's just a fighter. No, but like I said, but it's something to talk about. But anyway, <laughs> Callum for you. We'll, we'll talk about him another time. Um, in terms of in terms of the first thing that was mentioned was obviously the rematch. Yeah. So immediate rematch, or think, do uh, we see now everything that's come out would be that's unlikely? You don't think it happens in May? I think it happens in May. That's not immediate though. Yes, yeah, because I think they've no. talked to Golovkin. I think Abel Sanchez said that the plan was for December. Yes. Yeah, they're not going to fight in December. They're going to fight Cinco de Mayo next year. Canelo, there was a story that broke on when I was on my way here today that he broke his hand in training before the fight. Right. So you'd have noticed uh, he was wearing winning gloves, which are yeah. like bag gloves, mm-hmm. uh, whereas um, Golovkin was wearing, I think he was wearing Grants. Grants, yeah. Um, you Normally, Canelo would wear Grants or even Reyes. Mm. You'd think against a guy like Golovkin, you wear Reyes because they're punchers gloves. But So I think I thought that on the night. I looked at them and I went, why is he wearing those things kind mm-hmm. of thing. Now it makes sense. Um, that he was wearing them. So he's going to heal up. Golovkin, Golovkin's going to fight in December. He needs to go for Saunders. Get that belt. Yeah. He should get that belt and take that. I look at it and I, I tweet this, an out fight for Canelo. Take that excuse away mm-hmm. and say, no, I'm taking that belt. I'm going to... And I think <laughs> Saunders is going to demand a lot of money because it's almost going to be like Charles Martin where he sells the belt. Well, they away. have. Yeah, they have said, haven't they? They said, I think, <clears throat> I think what it came out was... Um, they want silly money. Yeah, they want silly money. I think... I mean that result Saturday was the worst possible result for Billy Joe Saunders. Yeah. yeah. Because you know I think after the fight, you know Dominic Ingle said, "Look, um, I don't want him to fight these guys next because he came to us. You know the fight that he's just had with Willie Monroe, which we'll talk about in a minute. He's come to us. We've had to crash. We've basically just had to crash the weight. There's no training. We've just had to crash to get to get to the weight because he's yeah. a mess. Yeah. Um, he can't afford to have. He's going to have a week off. If he's anything longer than a week off, then then that's it. We can't fight again in December. Yeah. It's not enough time. So. But really, this might be Billy Joe's only chance to have to have this type of fight. So that'd be really interesting to see where that goes. So, okay, so let's say let's say that there's a fight in between. Let's say Golovkin and, and Billy Joe gets made. Yep. Um, because that looks like the one that's probably a bit further down the line than than perhaps with the Canelo because of the previous negotiations. Yeah. Canelo, I mean, what does he put? You know, outside of say say he thinks okay, I'll wait until September next year instead of Cinco de Mayo. He thinks okay, I'm gonna put him off. Let's let him get. Four months older than you know already. Well, let's give him. So, what will he be? Canelo uh, Golovkin will be... be thirty-six, pushing thirty-seven yeah. by then. And his style doesn't lend itself to longevity, does mm. it? Even because you can always, you can see already that he's not the fighter he was, say, two years ago. The fighter that beat Willie Monroe and smashed him all over the ring 
was not the fighter you saw against Danny Jacobs. He's not the fighter you saw against Canelo. He's not the same fighter. So a year from now, Canelo is going to be rubbing his hands together. But but he also put up a performance that was the that, that oh, yeah, was no, argu- he showed- arguably easily, arguably comfortably beat. You know, like you said, like you called it a top five pound for pound. So is it necessarily that it starts that it's becoming? Hard for him, or is it just such a style changing? Think, very much like we talk about, you know, footballers as they move further back down the pitch as their career goes. Is it a question of that? Maybe I believe that Golovkin needs needs to fight. He can't be inactive until mm-hmm. next May or September. No, I agree, yeah. So he has to fight someone. Um, the outstanding person is Billy Joe Saunders. I didn't know about what Ingle said. Yeah. So I don't know who he fights as an alternative to kind of keep himself ticking over. I think that fight. Well, I think I think there's a time pressure of that fight, and where Billy Joe is in his career. Yeah. I, I think I, I think you know the money to be made. I, I think there'll be a compromise made. I, I think that'll yeah. get done. Um, but it's Canelo I'm interested in of what he does in in, in the meantime. He won't fight anyone. The, no. the, he he doesn't fight before Cinco de Mayo no. because he's hurt his hand yeah. and he wants a rest, which is what he said. He does want to fight before May. So the, if if he chooses to leave Golovkin, not fight him in May, fight him in September instead. I, I, think, do, I, I think do, that's more likely, don't you? I think the rematch does definitely happen. I don't think he's going to duck it. I think he definitely wants the rematch. Mm. But uh, Lemieux, there's always the talk of the Lemieux fight. There's yeah. the Danny Jacobs fight. That's a really interesting. Danny Jacobs. Danny Jacobs, Canelo. maybe. I, can, I can't see Lemieux because I think that's too, not dangerous, but yeah. I think it's, there's there's an element of riskiness there of of, of, of something going wrong on, yeah. the, on the very off chance, you know? Yeah. I'm I not think sure. Canelo, well, I think Canelo beats the shit out of Lemieux. I don't think Lemieux's an elite fighter at all. And what a few people are saying was also, would Canelo have beat um, Jacobs? Maybe he would have, but not as he would have struggled like Golovkin did. And Canelo's got short arms as well, so someone that big yeah. and rangy, you know, didn't look great against Sam Lara, who's kind of similar, yeah, you know, rangy fighter. Yeah, but I, no, I don't believe um, Canelo fights again before the before the rematch. Mm. Um, have we had any numbers on views, uh, uh, pieces on or Maybe mentions numbers. of numbers? Yeah, no, I, I I I'm not optimistic about it. That the if you had to guess. Uh, they should be happy at a million. Yeah. They should be happy to do a million US buyers. They the, the way in wasn't on ESPN, for example. Like mm. it wasn't promoted really, really well. Even though boxing fans knew about it and everybody was really looking forward to it. I don't think they they've really tapped into the mainstream of that, you know, whereas Mayweather McGregor really did and what well, all Mayweather fights tend to, but yeah. like it, the what like I said, the way in not being on ESPN is just weird. You know? yeah. That's that's just kind of a staple of big fights. It always happens. So for that not to happen, it doesn't fill me with optimism that it was going to do a good solid number like one point five, <laughs> two million. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I think if it does a million, they should be delighted. Okay. Well, I hate De La Hoya, so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He's really the, annoyed you recently. When, 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 hasn't when, he? I the, when I saw the card, I thought, yeah, fuck you, yeah. <laughs> because um, he was having a go at the Mayweather fight. And he's just always digging at Mayweather. I mean, I'm not going to paint Mayweather as a, as a great human being by any stretch of the imagination, but mm. just been ever since that, ever since I fought, he's been chipping away for the last like 10, 12 years. And I just think, yeah, this is this is what happens in your card. You can't. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a funny one. Like I said, I mean, I feel uh, the reaction I've seen after at, at the card, you know, where people were upset and stuff, and I think. A friend of the pod, Chris Leakes, was, uh, was a shame. He, shame Chris could be broken. It was a bit last minute, but we would have got you on, Chris. But um, he he was a broken man. He's a big big Golovkin fan. But I think you know when when he, t- he I think Chris tweeted uh, directly out and was like, "What?" Was I said before the card finished, said, "Watch out for an absolute monster." Uh, 
card yeah. coming now. Yeah. Um, and then just like as soon as it was announced, just said fuck boxing or fuck. <laughs> I think so, he. I think I he realizes that um, that was Golovkin's chance to win. He won't win if they well if they fight two more times. He won't win. Really? No. no. That's a good, that's a good point. So why? So don't, don't to... Golovkin wins his bar stoppage and. Can unless you know? unless he does some margarito Panama Lula type shit to his gloves, then yeah. I don't see it. No. no? Nah, I think, like I said, he's not the same fighter. He's not that fighter. The, I think it's fair to say that if he if it would have been the Golovkin of two years ago, the guy that smashed Millie, Willie Monroe and Matthew Macklin's and all these guys, I think he beats Canelo. I think he probably stops him. Mm. But he's not that fighter. He's not. You could see in the last two fights, the Brook fight, the Danny Jacobs fight, there was... There was a lot of talk that he took Brook, he didn't take Brook seriously, and and then it was oh, Danny Jacobs didn't take him seriously. Nah, he, he's thirty six years old and he's not the same fighter. He's mm. just there's there's a because I, I it was just on Box Nation the Willie Munro Golovkin fight, so I watched it just last week, so it's quite fresh for me. He doesn't have that same energy. He doesn't have that same even speed. He was never the fastest anyway, but he doesn't have that same quick of foot or quick hand speed. He just doesn't. He he's just lost a step. He's still a quality fighter. I enjoyed watching Golovkin in this fight more than I have f- almost any of his fights. Yeah. Because he looked part of it, you know, part, jeopardy is part of it obviously because of genuinely feeling like he could get he could get beat and beat and beat well. Yeah. Um like I said I, I had if I had to pick one I can kind of just nicking it but it you know like I say so many so many close rounds but yeah. I think I think the biggest compliment that Moff can pay to for Golovkin at 34 in a fight like this against like you say a you know top pound for pound fighter which Golovkin is I, I still think Golovkin th- is against against someone like that is that it was a joy to watch. He was he was everything I wanted him to be that night, other than one monster punch, which yeah. you, you know who knows as, as to whether that that can happen again or not. But um, I, I really hope again. I'm I'm not quite as convinced that it's as that it's as straightforward for Canelo next time as as you guys. But again, this is the part of it. You know, this is why this is why we need these fights. Yeah. You know, because no one can be. Can be hundred percent sure. Um, so it was a busy night. So let's before we just leave the middleweight kind of arena, uh, let's talk just a little bit more about Billy Joe. Yeah. Let's not talk about the fight because it was god awful. Yeah. Um, but so like I said, Billy Joe beat uh, Willie Monroe on it was one one fifteen, one fourteen, one seventeen, one twelve, and one seventeen, one eleven. Yeah. Um, I mean that close card is uh, that uh, that close card is a, a bit odd, but um, yeah, I mean. Did all right, you know. He's had. This, he's obviously had crash weight. New trainer, new surroundings. Yeah. William Monroe is, is a decent. Is a decent fire. I mean, a, a odd type of approach to the fight. You know, weighted a lot. You know, his style is strange anyway. But um, yeah, I mean, so Saunders. Saunders has got that. Back. He's got that out of the way, and yeah. you know, really. Sort of just has to sell the belt, pretty much. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think that was almost kind of a mandatory kind of thing that fight because obviously it was a mandatory. I think Frank said it was a mandatory. Yeah, because yeah. Kurt CD obviously got done for Rico, yes. and so that done his mandatory. So he's been allowed to have halfway this. through this fight. I wish he fucking hadn't because yeah. it was that dull. Yeah. <laughs> I was really disappointed in Willie Munro um, because, like the 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 Golovkin fight, he actually went for it and went inside, and that was what I was thinking he'd do. I was thinking he'd really go and get try to get inside of Billy Joe Saunders and mm. and work the body. And I thought he was. I actually picked him. I thought he was just going to nick a split. I thought he was going to really? just yeah. because I just thought Billy Joe Saunders. What in the fantasy league? Yeah, did. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone have the draw? By the way, you can't no, put no, a table no, out. No, I will put a table out. Um, so no one had just a couple. No, no one had the draw for Canada Golovkin. No, That's draw. strange, isn't it? Because you'd yeah. think. 
Yeah, I, swear, I would have thought someone would have gone for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I am denied of making draw 10 points. I think I might, you know, for next time. I'm just going to go draw. No, you can't do that because everyone, I'll just go draw every time and all you need, <laughs> all you need is one. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll do five. We'll leave it at five points. Yeah. Then. Um, do, do you think it was a tactic? Do you think that was a, a specific, I mean, it obviously was a specific tactic the way he went about it, but he, he persevered with it all the way through yeah, the fight. Yeah. Is that, is that a corner's responsibility to say, look, this is not working? Yeah, yeah, Which they yeah. were towards the end, but do you think he just let it too uh, They left too it far? too long, didn't yeah. they? They left it, yeah, it is. It's corner's responsibility to say, look, stop chasing him around, stop following him around and start working him over, mm. which is what you the Eubank fight with Saunders, you know, he, he tried to box, he tried to jab and it didn't work. So he goes, and then in the end, Senior said, get inside and start working him over. And that's what will beat Billy Joe Saunders eventually. Because you'd think, you would have looked at, if you were, if I was Monroe's corner, I would have gone, right, um, we know that, look, he's got a new trainer. Um, you saw the shape he was in at the, yeah. at the first press conference. He would have had to do a lot. He would have had to crash that away. Let's test his fitness. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You know, let's let's take particularly the yeah. the second you know early round. Let's let's make sure he's working hard, and then and then take him to task you know later on. Because William Monroe's a fit. You know, it's, it's nothing if he isn't fit. Yeah. Um, his VT before with VT had me right in the feels. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure what he was talking about because <laughs> I was uh, I was so jet lagged. I got back from America kind of late uh, afternoon and just stayed it all the way through. Yeah. But. Um, but he, uh, when he started, when a little tear rolled down his cheeks, I tweeted, I was like, T Monroe. Don't even know what he's talking about, but that boy, that boy's got feels. I mean, the thing is, is you know, there's a lot of animosity before the fight. Obviously, Billy Joe Saunders' yeah. son um, kicking him. Well, that was kicking him just in the nuts, ridiculous. Um, Planned. And then, um, mm, I, no. I don't think it was. No, no. Then, it, and then, you know, William Monroe talking before the fight about being racially abused by some of um, the people in Billy Joe's camp. So you'd have thought of all that um, animosity that he would have maybe approached a fight in a different way. Um, I've not watched it from start to finish, but it looked like a pretty pretty dull fight. Um, as as we've said already, the draw was the worst result for BJ Saunders. Not really sure where else he can go looking at the rankings. He may just have to wait. I mean, he's been he's fought what twice in two years. Yeah, he's had the, the title and he's only defended it twice. The only fights I'm remotely interested in seeing him in is obviously winner or or whoever Canelo Golovkin, uh, Lemieux. If if that's yeah, I yeah, Lemieux, Golovkin, Canelo, Eubank, and Eubank, yeah. I mean, someone said to me about Danny Jacobs. I'm like, I don't care about even, Danny Jacobs and Billy Joe Saunders. I could even fight. I, you know, I could I could live with Danny Jacobs as well because Danny Jacobs is a good. Oh, fight. I like Danny Jacobs. Yeah, but I'm just saying, who, but I'm not enough. There's no there's no jeopardy on that for me really. I, you know, but who does Billy Joe Saunders call out? Amir Khan. Yeah, he's called out. What do you think of that? That's just weird. Just money, isn't it? But he's um. Another person who could fight as a bit left foot is Miguel Cotto. He want he, mm. he's gonna have one more fight in December, maybe fight him. Yeah, but that's a good shout. Imagine, know, yeah, but imagine, imagine, what, imagine T right if Cotto lost to Billy. <laughs> well, he probably will at this stage. I mean, Cotto's old man. I mean, Cotto's one of my, one of my favorite fighters ever. But I'm under no illusions that Billy Joe Saunders will probably just do enough to win. I I, I don't want that. Like I said, the the only thing that really Canelo Golovkin, uh, Eubank really. Yeah. Uh, I I quite like the Mew because I. It's such a shame though, isn't it? Because that's that that should have been one of the great boxing rivalries. Mm. That should have been. After that first fight, yeah. they should have made a rematch six months later. That could have been And you big... don't think there's any way Well not before May. No, no, I just mean you know, in general. Because um, like, Billy Joe's what got what, three years, arguably? What's he twenty seven, twenty eight? Well if if Eubank comes through the tournament if he wins it or he gets to the final, I think he has to lose. I don't. I, I can't. If he he can't win the belt, and 
he won't fight Billy Joe if, if he wins the belt. There'll be too much out there. Yeah. If, if he if he loses Joe, in the final, I think I think it's it, it might be more of an option down the line. But. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because if he wins the whole tournament, which I kind of think he might, he's going to look at the Gale, isn't he? Because mm. there's a little bit of needle there. Yeah. You know, there's more. I think that's probably a bigger money fight than Saunders is. Well, obviously that'll be at super middleweight uh, and another super middleweight fight that took place uh, Saturday night was Callum Smith against. Um, was his name? Uh, I can't remember. Scogland, yeah. I liked him. I liked him. Very, very game. He'd come down from um, light, light heavy, heavy. Uh, and to start with, I was a bit. I was a bit. First couple of rounds, I thought, oh, this is going to be relatively. His relatively feet were really weird. Yeah. I thought his footwork was really weird. It was shuffly. Mm. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't fluid. Jerky. Yeah, it was yeah. very jerky and very shuffly kind of feet. I was thinking this guy's a bit amateurish, but once he settled down, he was okay. I looked nervous. Yeah, looked nervous. Yeah. probably one of the bigger. I mean, it wasn't a huge crowd, was it? But, no. Uh, it, it was great. Before we get into the fight, production. Step into the light. What did you? <laughs> what did you think about? I'll tell you what. For yeah. the first thirty seconds, I was like. Mm. And I was like, "This is the shit." I love this stuff. The little load of lights that came up from the yeah, beginning yeah, on yeah. their little podiums whilst people are giving them abuse—it was brilliant. It was proper German, wasn't yeah. it? It was cool. I thought it was really. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. Step into the light. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It was great. So, um, so this was. This, I, I thought I was quite. I, I really, really want this tournament to do well in yeah. terms of, of the tournament. You can see. I watched an interview with with Kala, um a couple of a couple of days ago, and you can just tell from the way to, how much work has gone into it. Not just not just with the fight, you just logistically, you know, yeah. it's an absolute minefield for him. You know, I'm still not hundred sure how logistically they're going to be going from these countries to countries in in the time frame that they have. But um, you know, Smith, I felt answered a couple of questions for me like, uh, on Saturday night in terms of was in not in trouble trouble, but yeah. was uncomfortable. Um, had an issue with the nose at one point, uh, but. But yeah, you know, it was tough, and yeah. and then and still managed to put him down, and in, in what looked like was going to be that wasn't going to happen. He looked yeah. like this guy was, you know, teak tough, yeah. uh, uh, and, and and still managed to, you know, and get a result that was, you know, pretty straightforward. Solid, in the end. Yeah, so he got the knockdown, and uh, yeah, the Scotland was decent. I thought you're right. He didn't. I think Callum Smith was definitely hurt at one point. Mm-hmm. I think he was hurt, and he was clearly bothered by the nose. He might have had a broken nose. So he did answer a couple of questions, but at the same time, I thought, okay, this is, I think it's almost like he found his level. It's like, okay, that's your, this is kind of your level. You're better than this guy, but does, do you beat Groves? Do you beat DeGay or do you beat... Yeah, but he's fighting the winner of the Bremer v. Brandt fight in the next round. So, oh, he's gonna, so he's going to slide so he's been, into this fight. So he's been, he's been, he's Played a favourite. He's a favourite beforehand and facing the winner of that match almost puts him in the final... Uh, Gus Groves and Eubank probably a standard nightmare for him. I'd so say. if you had to predict that final in the super middle right now, I've, I mean, I, I personally, as much as it breaks my heart, um, I think it'll be Smith and Eubank. I agree. I don't know. I think... I think... Um, I've got a funny feeling about Groves. Groves might have something left. I oh mean, I'm not, I'm not a massive Groves fan. I prefer Eubank Jr. But... Um, Oh, so it's a difficult one. I don't it's think it, I'm not going against George because of anything to do well, with just, George. It's, it's age. I I just think the work that can that Eubank does. We've seen George Gas towards those last couple of rounds, and I just think. But Eubank gasses too. Eubank. Yeah, he too does. Many but punches. I think. But I think with every fight, 
he gets more, he gets, he uses it better and he's more intelligent with it every fight he goes. Well, he'd used it against uh, Martha Abraham. I mean, he, I mean, was a 12 round fight. He still was going to put him away and he's quite intelligent. But, um, yeah, I think Eubanks probably rightly the favourite in that fight, but I wouldn't write off Groves. No, George's jab has to be George's jab. Mm-hmm. It can't be anything else that, that night. I cannot wait. I mean, let's not overlook Jamie Cox because, uh, <laughs> Uh, Scott will Scott will uh, <laughs> not be happy. Well, he won't be happy, but also Scott is will give me, never live it. Live I'll never it live it down if yeah. Cox beats Groves, and I really don't want that to happen. So no. we'll see. We'll discuss that when we when we get to it. So, so because the Saturday night, that's that's kind of went on. There was nothing of any note on the undercard on the on the Smith card, was there? Really, that we want to no. talk about? Well, there was um, Daniel Dubois. Oh yeah, let's talk quickly about Daniel Dubois. Yeah, friend God, of the show. that knock! I just got home from the football. Yeah, walking, turn the TV on, and he just hits that guy with that monster right hand. And he just collapses. I haven't. I don't know who this guy. I haven't seen the guy. Have we checked? About is is it? Was it ridiculous? It was no, but I mean, was oh. it ridiculous in terms of? Should have even been. I oh, know. I know. Uh, well, he was a southern area was champion, wasn't he? Oh, okay. He's, was it? Like, I didn't yeah, see that. Okay. he's like twenty, and it's. What do you do with him? Yeah. Like, you know, what do you do with him? He's twenty years old. Oh no! He, I mean, the what the, old, the the opponent wasn't the Southern yeah. Area champion. I think he was. Oh, oh okay, was he right? Okay, for the belt. Okay, I think. No, I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. No, I'm pretty I'm sure he was the Southern Area champion, but he's got the belt. That's the level he should be at. You know, he's he's not allowed to box for the British title mm. because he's too young. So what else do you do with him? Any yeah. chance that the, the board do an exception in those circumstances? Because he's ninety, still twenty-two years to go. That seems a long time. I think it's, uh, he's, is there, he's is there 20 a pres- he's 20 now yeah I think but still you know, it's a still year, a year. Yeah. is that a precedent is there ever a precedent of that happening before I don't think so no. I think just let just let, let a year happen if it was a Hearn fighter maybe but I don't think yeah don't sue me you know, for that you know, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and hold weight like that yeah um Okay, fine. So a few other news bits. Let's let's kind of not rattle through them, but let's let's not spend too long on them. Uh, Chocolatito. Oh. So knocked out again by uh, Rung Visay, uh in the in the fourth round. It was it was sad to it's, see a little bit. It's very it's very sad. You know, a lot of people are saying it wasn't really that good in the first place. Um, you were saying who that? Chocolatito? Yeah, I mean, not not saying that he's a bum or anything, right. but a lot of people are rushing to put him as pound for pound number one. Or number two, I had him at number two, and people were saying, "Well, you know, this is what happens. The style he has doesn't carry well through the weights. He's not." Yeah, but look how many weights difficult. he's gone through. I know, I know. There's always a. There's always a. I guess. It's, I guess it's maybe a dub. There was advocate, but you know, with the style he has, it doesn't lend itself mm. to going to one weight class too many. Um, quickly, Inoue looked great. Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah, he reminds me of, of a Golovkin. Mm. Yeah, he's very similar. Style yeah. is pressure, pressure, pressure. Well, that's what we all wanted, really. If he'd yeah. come through the original Rung Versailles fight, was was Inoue, you know. So. Yeah, but Rung Versailles against Inoue, oh mm. my god, yeah, that'd be good. That would be flames. Did you um, did you see anything different about Chocolatito in terms of? He almost looked beaten before it even started. Yeah. Well, his trainer died, mm. and I, th- I think you can't underestimate how important that, how important that is to lose the guy that's trained you for so many years I don't think you can really underestimate how important that is his trainers died he's at a weight that he didn't look comfortable at anyway the Quadras fight was the beginning of the end for him you know he was he's never a super flyweight I know you said that the other day I thought but with the Quadras fight I, I still he won yeah. and he deserved to win yeah. but Quadras gave him absolute fits yeah. and the size the size difference because Quadras is quite a big yeah, super okay, flyweight yeah. no that was the beginning of the end and, you, and I thought that they would have a rematch and Quedros would actually yes. beat him in a rematch. Okay. That was what I was expecting to happen. But Rungvasai has come along and just 
turned all that good upside fun, I mean, down. Good fun. He's, I mean, as they all are at that weight, you know. It's, he's, it's good. Yeah. That was a bloody good card. And he's really good on the side. Well, let's hope the Inuit fights next for, for those two then. And, um, Estrada and, was really good on the undercard yeah. as well against Quadras. He was what really does Chocolatito do? Does he just knock it on the head? Yeah. Yeah. He says he wants one more title. He'll have to go back down. He can't make a weight. No. He's going to... He'll keep fighting, but he's going to just keep losing. Uh, Yafai? I could see that. Over here. Chocolatito, over here. It's able to be sold. Yeah. I mean, it'd be better if he'd have won. I'm sure Eddie was, yeah. was but disappointed they could sell that. that. But yeah. They could sell that over here. Yeah. That, that's... He's still Chocolatito. And it's and it's, and it's it's something that if I could probably... You know, they'll they'll look at yeah. and say if I could probably... Could, could, is, is feasibly win it is what is what they'll sell it as. Yeah. So it's it's a, almost a win win because yeah. if he loses to Chocolatito, well, it's Chocolatito. You yeah, know, he's yeah, had yeah, yeah. he's a bad he's had bad luck against this other champion. Now yeah. he can go back and fight Rubensaya, maybe a trilogy for a yeah. title. You know, um, yeah. So maybe you're fine. I mean, it'd be great to get him over here anyway, wouldn't it? Just I oh, fucking be all over there. Yeah, exactly. Canapes, all that shit. Yeah, we're VIP that. Fucking hell yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of something else, I'd like to go VIP to is Lomachenko and Rigondeau. It's announced oh, for the 9th of December at oh. the MSG in New York. That's oh. at one that thirty. At MSG, why don't I just say MSG Madison Square Gardens? I hate putting an initials on somewhere as amazing as that. Sorry, yeah, he's, he's written it down that way. That's right. Yeah, it's my fault. But, um, oh no, I wasn't reading that. But yeah, you have written it down. Yeah, it's gone. Um, it'll be a great fight. I think it speaks volumes that um, Rigondeau is prepared to fight him at that way. I've, I'd imagine that Lomachenko just gave him nothing, so I don't care. Mm. Just fight me. Yeah. You know, and that's what's happened. It should be a great fight. I really, really want Rigondo to beat him. Yeah. Why? I think the size is, in, is a bit of an insurmountable barrier. Why? Because I think the way people are talking about Lom- I love Lomachenko, but some of the people having him at pound for pound number one, I, I, I don't think beating Jason Sosa does, does that for you. People talk about he beat Nicholas Waters. Waters didn't fight for a year. Before fighting number ten, but still, and I agree, I do agree with you on the broader sense. But what I would say is the Nicholas Waltz fight, you know, beforehand, yeah. we were all, you know, let's let's be honest about it, was 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 a, was a big deal. It was, and the Jason Sosa. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm Jason Sosa is one of is very very underrated on, yeah. on my book. I think he's, I he, think he's something. He that... beat Gary Russell Jr. in like his third or fourth fight, so he's mm. definitely a quality fighter. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I get what T saying; he's absolutely a quality fighter. But for me, it's about. Pound for pound, for me, you're as good as your best win. That's that's how I look at every fighter in history. Yeah. You're as good as your best win. That's why I love arguing my brothers about Tyson, because I think I always say who's his best win. Mm. And that's how I look at Lomachenko. His best win's Gary Russell Jr. Gary Russell Jr. is a good fighter, but he ain't pound for pound number one good fighter. He's a good fighter. But do you think, and this goes for Rigondeau with me a little much, because I've Lomachenko hasn't passed me by, but I'm not, it hasn't, he hasn't enamoured me as much as, Rigondeau has when when he's been at in his in his plomp or when when I feel like he's he's been at his best in terms of entertainment and what I look for in a box and what I enjoy. Do you think sometimes we're guilty of looking at someone and whose style is clearly clearly fantastic, whose technique is almost unparalleled? Which I think, and I would put these two guys when I talk about skills, those yeah. two guys up up together. Um, do you think we're almost guilty of looking at like that, knowing that they? Rather than looking, like you say, at facts and figures and that type of stuff, we look at stars and how they go about it and yeah. judging that when it comes to pound for pound, which obviously yeah. doesn't count really, yeah. does it? Pound for pound's not really that important. No, but if pound for no. pound is important about anything, it relies yeah. on figures and facts and yeah. stats, doesn't it? Yeah. Not a feeling of how yeah. technique and how brilliant your technique is. Ultimately, the fights come too late for Rigondo. Um, it's four pounds north of where I think it'd be effective. Mm. So um, he, may, he could end up losing pretty badly because yeah. he's been knocked down by... I mean, I'm not saying that Lomachenko's is... a, a big puncher, but lost, I do... Put down, but who was the Japanese, was it the Japanese guy that uh, yeah. Jamie McDonald fought? 
or um I don't know if it's Zemanaka or someone like that. Yeah. Really tall. Yeah, 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 but, um, yeah, yeah. You can take a punch, but, I remember, rightly. But I'm really excited by the fight. I hope it does catch fire. Yeah. I would love Rigondo to win, but I just don't see it. Yeah. I'm another one where I'm not fussed who wins, but I am very excited. About I think it. it's going to be a really good fight. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really good. It's going to be Lomachenko's best opponent by far. 2017 I've... dishing up wallops. Oh my Big god, time. this this year is the best year since sliced bread. Mm. It's just yeah, amazing. And I think it's going to be a really good fight. I think si- I, I think the size might tip it in Lomachenko's favor, but Rigo's a bad man. Yeah. Well, like I said, let's let's look forward to that. Um, that will be well. Let's see what TV channel that's going to be on. I, I'm sure Sky will get that on on. Yeah. They can't do pay per view for that, for God's sake. No, so, no, 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 no. so that's a purist fight. Exactly. One thing that that will be going on pay per view uh, on a on a unconventional platform, so yeah. to speak, is uh, is Joseph Park against Huey Fury, which will be uh, just south of your fifteen English pounds on YouTube. Um, I think I heard today from Mick Hennessy, or watching one of his interviews, that it's just the main fight that is. Uh, behind a paywall. Really? I think so, yeah. Because okay. I uh, I might be wrong, but I'm I'm 99% sure that that's what the case was. Right. But the undercard, you'll be able to watch for free. Yep. The main, you're only paying 15 quid for, for Parker. I'll say only. But you're paying 15 quid for Parker Fury. That makes it even worse. Yeah, well, I mean, I think his argument was, look, this is a, this is a true 50-50 heavyweight title fight. Hold on, I'll get to you. 50-50 heavyweight title fight. Um, and... You know, that's what we're charging the money for. We're not doing a, a an eighty twenty fight or a ninety ten fight, arguing what Joshua Pulev is, and then just stacking the undercard to try and make it worthy because AJ has to be pay per view. Yeah, I think that's his argument. So, T, I mean, in terms of in terms of the the platform, first of all, we'll get to the fight in a sec. But in terms of the platform, YouTube, the future, something that we should be pleased that people well, are you, delving you're, into. You're having a passionate argument about oh, yeah, that. Didn't it's you? Funny, yeah, it's funny. I just, just remembered it as you've asked me the question. Yeah, um, oh, I'll get to that after. So you give us a think... review. I think in this era of, of smart TVs... Sorry. What was that? There's <laughs> something in his pocket. Fuck me, I thought it was like a... <laughs> I thought something was like electrical wires sizzling oh, there. Behind us. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know if you heard that, but it was TV, uh, cow rustling a bag and I literally just shit myself. Sorry, go on to. I think in the era of smart TVs and you can um, cast your laptops to TVs, I think you. I think it'll become more common. I don't think it's going to be the main thing, um, having fights on YouTube. Um, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say all three of us don't rate Hennessy that highly as, as a promoter. Mm. He, the way he describes a fight as a 50-50, yes, it's a 50-50, but it's not captured the public's imagination at all. Um, Huey Fury isn't someone who speaks particularly well, doesn't, he's not someone who's... Um, not charismatic. He, yeah, he's not extrovert. And, you know, Joseph, I keep calling him Joshua Parker. Joseph mm. Parker is um, he's a decent fight, but it's not that exciting either. And... I think the majority of the public don't even know that the fight is happening. Yeah. As I, for the fight itself, I expect Parker to win. Yeah, I do as well. I think Parker's going to win as well. I re- I quite like Parker. I don't. I think that my problem with the YouTube thing is, you know, it is. The, I think it is the future. Like you say about smart TVs, you know, t- all the most TVs, newest TVs now have got YouTube on. You can get on there and do all that kind. You know, you could probably get YouTube up no problem at all. My problem is. It's like you said, Huey Fury's has he's not charismatic, he's not extrovert, um, he doesn't have a big win over anybody. His last fight was an exhibition on BT Sport. He's it's this is it's a fringe sport already, boxing. He's boxed on fringe channels, i.e. Box Nation and BT Sport, and they're selling a fight, a pay-per-view fight, off a belt and nothing else. Mm. Nothing else. It's based purely on the it being for the WBO heavyweight title. 
I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it's going to be a competitive fight. I don't think it'll be the most entertaining fight of the year. But um, it's a shame. It's a shame it's on pay-per-view. I'd love for it to be on like a Channel 5 or something. I think yeah. it'd be great for something like that. Because then people would actually watch it. If this does over 10,000 fights, I'd be amazed. There's probably 3,000 people in the, in the arena. Yeah, it's, it's... I think... Yeah, and you're right. I think I think on a couple of points that, you, that your boys have made, I think... Um, I think on the point of, of the YouTube, and like I said, Flav and I were discussing about it, and I, and I was like, fucking YouTube. Yeah. Come on, fucking nerds on their yeah. laptops watching that. Look, of course you're right with smart TVs and everything else. My issue is having to. Yeah. It's having to do that. Yeah. Um, and I just think, as, as you're right, I just I just think it's... I It feels like a bit of a cop-out to me at this stage. Well, no TV companies wanted it. Well, we don't know that. We we don't know that, and I think from what you know, and I know Mick Hennessy takes a lot of stick, and you know, read some of the comments under his the IFO interview <laughs> yesterday, and it was, I, I, you know, as funny as some of them were, it's harsh about his particular neckline. But look, I, I feel sorry for Mick Hennessy, and I think if if you listen to actually listen to some of his of interviews that he's done, not just with the people like IFL, but also the stuff that he's done in print and that type of stuff, he's very realistic now. You know, he knows he's up against it. He knows that he hasn't changed and has. And and people like him haven't evolved as quickly as they needed to when people like Hearn came on the scene and and Sky yeah. suddenly started to take up the baton again, um, you know. And, and and he knows that. And I think talking about the fight, he said, "Look, we're not expecting this to blow up overnight. Would we have liked more time? Uh, yeah, because was it a little bit rushed the whole YouTube thing? Yes, it was. But the basis of us being a promoter is that we are getting behind our man. You know, we're very loyal. They're, the Furies are very loyal to us, and this is what we want to try and do. We want to try and do something different. People will moan at us about, have moaned about, we're not evolving, and you look at production stuff, and it's all old school. And this is why Hearn has taken a, a step forward. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to try something different. Okay, it'd be lovely if the public can get behind us because I think it will benefit them in the in the in the long run, which I think he's right. Yeah. Um. So I, I have a little bit of sympathy for for, for Mick Hennessy. But the fight hasn't crept up on him though, has it? No, no. no. I think it's, meant ter- to, it's meant to have happened in, in May. No, but in terms of, I think as we've seen at the press conference with with uh, Higgins kicking off about God knows what it was money, you know, yeah. about money and the rest of it, there has been negotiation wise that there's there's been a long road about all sorts of different uh, different yeah. stuff. And look, all right, they might not be as 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 slicker outfit as some of the other ones out there, but yeah. um, I think they felt they what Hennessy said they had a choice of free television. Uh, channels that had made an offer now they might be derisory offers in, in mixed size or they might be perfectly fair from from people looking in on from the outside but they chose he made he was he went painstakingly um to make it clear that they chose the youtube route and they admit that they're taking a a, a gamble but they feel like they they need to go and do something innovative which i think we can only applaud them for yeah, I, yeah. and i tell you what i will buy this fight because i i appreciate no, but i appreciate the fact of someone trying to do something, something, something different, and I, and I think I think the sport needs a little bit of, of of support like that sometimes. I'll regret it, I'm sure, after the, after the fight. But for the sake of fifteen quid, I, I will do it. I will Fair do enough. it. But um, and fight wise, I think I am not a fan of Joseph Parker in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I think he's almost bang average. Yeah. Uh, you talk about who's his biggest winner. You know, talk about Fury he hasn't got a win. I mean, other than um, uh, for Parker, other than. Uh, <sighs> Takam, yeah, um, and Ruiz is good though. And Ruiz, Takam, yeah, yeah but, but who should be Fury's best win? Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm not arguing with you on that. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, oh my god, you know, this yeah. is going to be so until, one-sided. Until um, Joshua beat Vlad, I think Takam would have been his best opponent at that point too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know, but, it, was a, it was a tough fight that he went through. But the ta- but I wasn't like at the ta- end of the Takam fight with Parker. I wasn't like, wow. 
Well, neither was I, but the fact he's taken the fight on his... Yeah, yeah, look, I'm, I'm not... I'm not and to be just... fair, he's always boxed in New Zealand. Yeah. And so that does swing it slightly in Huey's favour because it's in Manchester. I just... I, I, don't, I don't... You know, I, again, I've, we've seen so little of, of Huey in anything meaningful. Yeah. I mean, I, I find it hard to even have an opinion on him, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, so... So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, and I and I hope I hope it does. I hope I look. I think Mick said in one of his interviews I watched was you know look we're not you know we've been encouraged by the early numbers, but we're not expecting anything groundbreaking. But this is what we're doing, and and I, and I applaud him for that. I think I think it, it could have been easy to take a relatively drudgery off, a stick it on a channel on a TV channel or, or whatever, and, and, and go from there. Let's let's try something different. No, I really if it hope, fails, I hope they've it obviously got contingency plans for the Furies, so. I hope it does well. I really do because it's a good fight, and you know you want to see competition. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well let's let's move on because we're we're running a little bit short of time. Uh, because this Saturday uh, we've got one which is uh, uh, two very well known names in terms of Luke Campbell, in terms of Olympian. Uh, we'll still talk about best wins, but you know he's an Olympian uh, going up against um, Jorge Linares for yeah. Linares' world title that he stole off Anthony Crowley. Yeah, so. or as Anthony Crowley calls him, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd call him Daddy. Yeah, well. oh, that's a... That's so it's for, for the WBA and the, uh, and the Ring Magazine light yeah. heavyweight title. Yeah, no, sir. It's it's like lightweight. Sorry, lightweight. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like it's like shit or bust now, isn't it, for Luke Campbell? I think it's like okay because and I know T said this on a previous pod before. He won a gold medal at the same time Joshua did, mm. and Joshua's gone, and he's the biggest star in world boxing. Mm. And Luke Campbell's just been kind of ticking along. And I know he's had some personal issues, some mm-hmm. issues with his dad, wasn't there? But it's time now. It's time for him mm-hmm. to step up. It's time for him to to show how good he is because he's clearly got ability. He won an Olympic gold medal, mm. um, so he's clearly got ability. And when he has a fantastic trainer now, yeah, who's he training with? Uh, oh, fuck, was Jamie Moore? Oh, he's with um, the Cuban guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, God's sake, the noise is of the Cuban guy. No, no, no. Luke Campbell is with. Um... He's with a Cuban guy. Yeah. What's his fucking name? I don't know. That's the name of the pod, the Cuban guy. The Cuban guy. It's embarrassing. Go on, yeah. keep talking. I'll find it. Um, but uh, is it Ruben something? Just talk. Sorry. <laughs> um, I know it bugs me. It bugs me. I'm, I'm going to find out for you now. Um, was I roll your magazines up? I think. <laughs> I think it is. It's it's now for for Campbell. It's time for him to show that he's a quality fighter. The only issue is he's going in with now. Well, without Mike, other than Mikey Garcia, the best lightweight mm. in the world, and it's in LA. It's not in Britain. It's it's really is a tough tough fight for him, but. I think it's winnable. I think mm. it's winnable because he's young. Linares is a bit long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. He can be hurt, Linares. He has been stopped before. He was dropped by Kevin Mitchell quite heavily. It's um, even that drop makes it even what he is now and how how brilliant he's doing. Yeah, is it's just, it's just that knockdown is. I was there for that fight. I watched that fight yeah. and. Uh, and you think it's really Kevin Mitchell did that to Linares? Yeah, Kev, Kevin Mitchell looked wonderful when he attacked. When he went forward and attacked and threw left hands and left hooks, he looked amazing. Mm. It was when it was stuff was coming back at him that the problem it's was. It's a fucking waste of a career though. Such a talented fighter, man. Yeah, we've gone way off. But Linares is, uh, I think Linares is. So no be. chance, no chance for Luke Campbell. I don't think no chance, but I think. Jorge Rubio for fuck's sake! I said Rubio. Yeah. I was there. Oh, right. I was, um, no, I said Ruben. Shut there, up. there are a couple of things to take. On the, on the order, but um, Frampton's gone with Matt the Knife. Yep. And Havy Belly was almost made the rematch. Yeah. Uh, Frampton's taken a lot of stick for. So, Moore, Matt, Matt Macklin, and. Yeah, Jamie Moore. 
uh, and um, uh, he hasn't got prom- promoters not been sorted no, yet. No, no. I think he just. I think he does. A he's going to go to Eddie. Yeah, he's going to go to Eddie. And yeah. He's going to do a really short-term deal with him mm. and just go. Well, okay, you make this fight for me, and I'll you promote it. Kind I of don't thing. see the massive issue with Jamie Moore. If I'm honest. Well, it was interesting because he was on he was on punditry for the uh, Callum Smith fight, and mm. he said he was talking about um, trainers and stuff, and he it was uh, he was talking about uh, Martin Murray, uh, Martin Murray, and how he's changed trainer and stuff like that. And he said he goes, "You get to my age, and you don't need, you're not going to learn anything new. You just need someone to just kind of help you along." Which is exactly Which what says, I said when it said it. Yeah. It says everything, doesn't mm. it? It says everything about the selection of Jamie Moore. Jamie Moore's there to get him fit and put Vaseline on his face. I, I don't think he's gone in there to learn anything new. Mm-hmm. He's not going to at his age. He's He's got two, three really top fights and then that's it. So it's just about getting fit, making weight and having big fights. Uh, and and so, does that, so does that mean that really, the, you know, the, I was I was just disappointed that he left Shane, I must admit, but I can understand why if you're leaving everything else to do with the family and the business, yeah. then you know, it makes sense. So... Does it matter then, really? Does it matter if someone with Frampton's ability and where I guess he is not. now? Does it matter now? No. The type it... of fights. You know, does it? Will it? Will a great trainer make? Or say a great. You know, we have no idea how good Jamie Moore is for that individual person. But you know, the best in inverted commas trainers in the world. Does it make a difference for Frampton when he fights Lee Selby? Does it? No. It's about tactics, isn't it? it hmm. he's, like you said, he's not going to learn anything new. Yeah. It's but... about having a game plan on the night, which well, they that's... can do as a team. Well, that's it, because in the rematch against Santa Cruz, I don't think McGuigan adjusted mm. that well to Santa Cruz having a different approach. And that's where Jamie Moore will be called upon. Um, I mean, on, on a similar topic, Kovalev has got a comeback fight announced and he's got no trainer. So, mm. so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's going to lose again very quickly, Kovalev. Can we just say, we'll move on. I just want to very, very quickly come back to Luke Campbell because we've yeah, just yeah. Googling that. And does, yeah. I just want to say, I think this is the perfect fight for Luke Campbell, really. Like you say, I'm not sure whether it's shit or bust, yeah. but I think it's shit or you're going to be domestic level, European level now, the rest of it. But he can go up against uh, Linares. Any type of decent performance will get the Sky people drawing as, as they're commentating over yeah. him anyway. Yeah. Um, because you know, they're man, they're backing, I can kind of guess that. But. Yeah. Um, uh, but if he loses, he's just lost to Jorge Linares, who is a bad man. Exactly. So I, I don't think it's particularly shit or bust. I think it's probably shit or bust for us to be able to see whether he's actually even worthy of going up. Well, not worthy, yeah. that's a nonsense statement. But yeah. whether he's whether there's any point in going up against another version of, of, of a world title at that at that weight. So um, good luck to him. I hope, I hope he wins. I, you know, I'm a, I, I think Luke Campbell is... Um, I think he's gone through enormous amounts of, of stress uh, and, and horrible times. And... Um, it would be very easy. He would have just not done it. He would have made a, a fair amount of money at least already, um, and he could have easily just gone and done something else. So, um, I yeah, hope he does all right. Luck Good him. luck to him. Yeah. Um, so we talked and Hey Bellew. Let's go Hey Bellew then quickly. So we've just said. So I I thought it was tweeted that, that Hey had said that everything's been agreed. They're waiting for Bellew to sign. Yeah. Will that happen? I think. I don't Is it think, true? Well, there's nowhere else for Bellew to go. I think Hearn made positive noises. There's talk of the fight being on a Sunday, which is um, unprecedented. Um, I think it's December the 17th. I might have that date wrong. Right, no, right. So um, if that fight happens again, me and Callum have bickered over this a few times. I don't think Hay hurt barely in that fight. However, that might have been down to Hay not having faith in his Achilles and not maybe put as much in his punches as he could have. Hay has to finish him inside a distance to have any real profit to fight Anthony Joshua, which is his dream. I don't think he cares about legacy. He's just a money fight, really, isn't he? I never, he needs to... yeah. I never thought I'd say this, but I hope Hay gets demor- demolished. And again, I hope he does his other Achilles. Because, <laughs> because I don't... 
I, just I, I can't want him to win. I can't want him to win. This is amazing. I mean, I've spent so much money watching David Hay and going to David Hay for seven years. I just, I, it feels like he's kind of dragging himself out just to try, just to piss off Tony Bellew enough to get him to sign a fight so that he can go in again, get beat again, be nicey-nicey, and then hope he can get something else and then walk off with my money. Yeah. For, for giving me nothing. Yeah. You know? And I just, I, I don't know. I just, um... I almost hope it doesn't happen. I'm not. I'm not. No. I like Tony Bellew. I do. I like Tony Tony Bellew. I, I think. I think. I, I'm not in terms of boxing. And I like the way he approaches boxing and talks about boxing. Yeah. There's other stuff I don't yeah. <laughs> share his parallel thoughts with, but um, I like. I like what he's about, and and I've warmed to him more. I warmed to him in the build-up to the Hay fight. Yeah. Um, because I don't know. I I just did, and, and yeah, I'd, I'd like to see. It makes me happy to watch Tony Bell. You earn money. I, I can't tell you why. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Weird. I just. I think he's got the right priorities. Because he's a massive life. family man. Yeah. Oh, I, I just. God. It's not. No. It's not so well, much. You have that. a kid, just, and that's it. I'm a family man. No, but I just. He's he's very honest about what boxing is to him, about yeah. what his actual abilities are. I think yeah. a bit. I mean, look, he talks them up, obviously, but you know, no, being fat and all no. the rest. Of, you know, I just, he, he beat Junior McCarver and said he was the best cruiserweight in the world. No. He's not honest about what his abilities are at all. Well, he he's honest. He might be wrong. No, well, in his oh, mind, yeah. he's honest. No, no. He's I just, not. I, but either way, like I said, I just like I like what he's about. I think I think he has changed since the cleverly fight i i think i think things have changed in terms of his about how he goes about things personally uh, but anyway like i said I, and i hope i hope belly wins again i think probably belly would win again mm. i think he probably does win again i think that that achilles looked really bad mm. it looked really bad and i think he's rushing himself back because he's skin mm. so i could easily see it going again and i could see belly beating him i really could as much as it pains me yeah it wasn't a 50 50 fight first time around, but no. now. <laughs> now, it, now it, you know, it's it's in Bellew's favour. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's wrap up because I think we're, we're, we're just coming up Bang to our time. Bang on the hour, that's good. So, Fantasy League, you'll put out. Is it worth putting out a table after the first? Oh, I'll, I'll do it after fights, this. Didn't we? Yeah. I'll do it after this weekend. So, this weekend we'll do Luke Campbell yep. and Jorge Linares, and we'll do Huey Fury and Joseph Parker. Um, this weekend's also Unier Dortikos against Dmitry oh, yeah, yeah, Kudrashov. Yeah. Though that's going to be... I'm not going to put that in the Fantasy League, but that's going to be That's quality. in the WBSS uh, um, Cruiserweight quarterfinal, yeah, by the way. And that's on ITV Box Office. ITV Box Office. For free. For free, yeah. Okay. It's weird. That um, is weird, yeah. Okay. But that's what they, I think they're going to do. Every fight that's not involving a British fight, they're going to plonk on ITV yeah. Box Office for free. Yeah. That's going to be a quality fight. Watch it. Brilliant. Okay. Um, so yeah, look out for the fantasy. Look out for a little special below the belt, uh, short special uh, podcast that we're going to do um, uh, about a documentary, which we'll, we'll keep you uh, on your toes about that for now. But keep an eye out for that in the next uh, in the next ten days or so, um, and that'll be Cal and I discussing uh, discussing something that we think will be of interest to you. So uh, to look out for that. So follow us on Twitter at below the belt underscore. Let us know after all the fights, any fights, the stuff that you're watching, anything that's on your mind, questions that you want for. Um, uh, questions that you want for 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 the for the pod, we do forget to answer them all the time. I'm sorry, but we do read them and we all just, when we discuss them in the group, so yeah. it makes good stuff for us. Um, you know, let us know what you think of all the fights coming up this weekend, particularly the, the stuff on ITV box office and stuff that might not be get as much coverage. That would be great. Um, I'm at Alex from Bristol. T. Lonius Filth at BC the Grand Slam. Um, if you can review us on iTunes, that would be great. It'd be really nice to, to to get your feedback. We see the listening numbers kind of sneak up all the time, and it'd be really nice to see uh, to get your feedback on the show. I think we we could uh, 
suggestions. I mean, we won't pay any attention to any of them, but uh, but it'd be nice to hear them. That'd be great. And we will see you in... Uh, well, we'll have a special in the next 10 days and then we'll see you quite quickly after... What's Around the Groves-y Cox Groves Cox Groves Cox Cox Yeah, all right. Yeah. Big up. Sports Social Podcast Network.